Hello, and welcome to the Roman Around the League podcast. I'm your host, former NFL scout, Tyler Roman. In today's episode, I'm going to take you through my third mock draft of the season. We're now two weeks away from the start of free agency, so this will probably be my last mock before that gets underway. Normally around this time, the combine would have just ended. There would be a lot of uh, things to talk about, guys that blew up the combine with their measurables or 40 times is the way they uh, perform, but unfortunately during Corona, in the age of Corona, that's not happening right now. So this makes it a little harder on the scouts to uh, get even more information on these guys. Pro days will be even more important. I think after the first wave of free agency, we'll see a clearer picture of what these teams will be looking at come the end of April. So with all that, let's get started. Number one, Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, quarterback. Everyone knows this is the pick. Might as well add. Write it down in Sharpie because he's the guy. Great quarterback prospect. One of the best to come out in years. Number two, New York Jets. Previous mocks, I had them staying with Sam Darnold, but I just think there's a lot going on, a lot of noise happening, that I don't know if he's going to be the guy. So I think with that, I think Zach Wilson from BYU will be the next quarterback off the board and the second pick overall. You know, Zach has a lot of talent. Love his arm talent. I think he definitely is the number two quarterback in this class. He performed last year at BYU with underwhelming talent around him. So, you know, I think he'd be even better with a group of NFL receivers around him and playmakers going forward. Number three, Miami Dolphins, wide receiver Jamar Chase from LSU. They can go with Devontae Smith as well, having that connection with Tua. But I think Jamar is the best receiver in this class. I think it's actually kind of. I want to say significant, there's enough gap that I feel comfortable putting Jamar Chase, the number one receiver, and Devontae Smith, number two. Uh, Chase can do it all. Love the way he plays. He's ferocious out there with the ball. I said in a previous podcast, he reminds me of a C. Smith senior, a um, little bit of Odell Beckham with his play type, another LSU alumni, but you know, Jamar Chase is going to be an absolute monster in the next level. Number four, Atlanta Falcons. I have them going with Justin Fields, quarterback of Miles State. I'm pretty consistent with this pick. I think the Falcons are going to go for a quarterback here. I don't think Matt Ryan is going to play too much longer. So I think Fields would be a nice pick for them because I don't know with Matt Ryan and Julio hopefully healthy for the next year. I don't know if they'll be in this position again to be a top five, top ten pick. And Justin Fields could benefit from sitting behind Matt for at least a year or so. Next, Cincinnati Bengals at five. I have been going with tackle Penny Sewell from Oregon. Best tackle in this draft. He'd be great for... Cincinnati Bengals have him on the blind side of Joe Burrow for the next 10 years. They can switch Jonah Williams to the right side at right tackle where he played at Alabama. They have two big end tackles going for the receivable future for them. At six, you have Philadelphia Eagles. And I think quarterback is very much in play. But in this instance, I have them building or at least trying to give Jalen Hurts a chance to prove that he is their guy. So I have him going with one of his actual former teammates in Devontae Smith from Alabama. You know, the Heisman winner, winner, his 2020 speaks for itself, the stats, being the Heisman winner. Another guy that's going to be a great player in the NFL. People were worried about a slight frame, but it didn't really deter him, you know, dominating SEC defensive back. So I think Devontae Smith would be a great pick for the Eagles. And number seven, Detroit Lions. Had been going with Jalen Waddell, another receiver from Alabama. Probably four, low 4-3 speed. Would love to see him at the combine. Hopefully we get to see him at his pro day after that ankle injury, but Detroit needs playmakers for Jared Goff, and I think Kenny Galladay might be back with them on a franchise tag, but either way, if Kenny Galladay is back or if he isn't back, I think Jalen Waddle will be a great pick for the Lions. And next, you have the Carolina Panthers. Seems like they're definitely trying to move on from Teddy Bridgewater. 
they want a quarterback in the future. So I think they're going to go with Mac Jones from Alabama. This is a little higher than I had Mac going in previous mocks. I think Carolina really took advantage of their senior bowl coaching. They were able to coach in the senior bowl, so I think they had some good one-on-one time with Mac Jones. So I think they got a nice insight on how he works. I think he might have his upside as the other guys, but I definitely think Mac can be a solid starter just because of his the way he reads the field, goes progressions in a timely manner. Definitely can be a solid starting quarterback in the NFL. At number nine, you have the Denver Broncos. They need secondary help. They cut A.J. Boye recently. I think Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech would be a nice pick for them. Another toolsy guy with 4-4 track speed, really good ball skills. Sat out 20, uh, 20 but I had a really nice 2019. be a nice pick for the Broncos. Number 10, you have the Dallas Cowboys. Going with cornerback again here. I have them going with Patrick Sertan, the second from Alabama. You know, Patrick Sertan has a nice bloodlines with his dad being Patrick Sertan Sr., another guy that played really had a nice career with the Dolphins and the Chiefs. And I think Sertan is neck and neck with Farley as number one quarterbacks. I just think Farley has a little more of those unroll, those skills of speed and uh, attributes that teams look for in today's game. And Sertan, I think, would be a great fit in Dallas on the opposite of Trayvon Diggs. Had two Alabama guys at uh, number one and number two cornerback spots for them. Next, you have the New York Giants. I have been getting some edge help here from Jalen Phillips from Miami. He was a top recruit for UCLA a few years back before transferring to Miami. Had a really nice 2020. Uh, stepping in for Gregory Rousseau, who sat out the year. Uh, Phillips had eight sacks for the Giants. Excuse me, for the Miami uh, Hurricanes last year. And I think it would be a nice addition to the Giants uh, front seven. At number 12, you have the San Francisco 49ers. Seems like a foregone conclusion that Richard Sherman is going to leave the team in free agency. Cornerback, so might be a little high here, but I like J.C. Horn from South Carolina. Another guy with good size. Can play man very well, long guy. You know, I think he'd be a really nice fit in that 49ers defense. And number 13 of the Los Angeles Chargers. And I have him going with tight end Kyle Pitts from Florida. I think he'd be a steal if he lasts this long. If you take away tight end from him and make him a receiver, probably more of a top five, top ten pick. And even so, I think he's still going to be a top five, top ten pick, potentially uh, at the end of the day. And Pitts with Justin Herbert would be a huge, huge boon for them for these next ten years. And I think it would be a great pick for the Chargers. Number 14, the Minnesota Vikings. Had them going with offensive lineman Rashawn Slater from Northwestern. He could play tackle or guard. Minnesota could probably use a little help at both spots. So wherever he ends up, I think he's going to be a starter for them. He had a really nice 2019. He also opted out in 2020. But Slater has a lot of nice natural gifts that will contribute for a nice for a running team that really needs some uh, help up front. Next, you have the New England Patriots at pick 15. Another team that can go for quarterback help, but I think they're going to go the free agency or trade route. I don't think Belichick is going to want to rebuild at this point in his career. So I've been going with linebacker Micah Parsons from Penn State. A guy that had a crazy 2019 before opting out in 2020. Had over 100 tackles, 15 for loss. Another guy that can rush the passer very much, very well. I think he'd be a great fit in that Patriots defense, especially if Dante Hightower isn't the same player after sitting out last year. At 16, you have the Arizona Cardinals. They just signed J.J. Watt. I thought Edge Rusher might be in a position of need for them, but I think J.J. Watt kind of solidifies that. But they do need a... That still could be on the table if they don't re-sign Hassan Riddick, though. And then they need some wide receiver help. Larry Fitzgerald's a free agent. I don't see him leaving. If he does leave, I think it's going to be retirement. But they definitely need some more help. So they're going with Kadarius Tooney from Florida. 
another really fast, quick guy. He could play at the slot. Had a breakout senior year, almost a thousand yards this year for Florida. Uh, I think he'd be a great guy for uh, Kyler Murray to look for. Another guy to take some pressure off of DeAndre Hopkins. Next year, the Las Vegas Raiders at pick 17. Team that needs secondary help. I think Trayvon Morag is the best safety in this class, and I think he'd be a really nice pick for the Raiders. A guy that can play the deep part of the field, also plays very well. Closer to the line of scrimmage, a good short tackler, great ball skills. He'd be a nice pick for the Raiders. Number 18, you have the Miami Dolphins. And I have been going with running back Najee Harris from Alabama. They could have picked Devontae Smith in this mock earlier, number three, to reunite him with Tua Tungavailoa, but I have them going with his former running back in Najee Harris, who had a great senior year. Could have been a second-round pick if he left last year, but he even solidified his status with over 20 touchdowns this year. Another guy that's going to be a really nice player for the Miami Dolphins. At number 19, you have the Washington football team. Uh, if you stay tuned to the ends of mock, I'll talk a little more on their situation. But uh, I have been going with Trey Lance, quarterback, quarterback from North Dakota State. You know, he slid this far. I think he'd be a nice pick for them if he slides this far. I think another team that needs to look for it in free agency or the draft. Excuse me, free agency or the trade market. But if a guy slides as far that has that talent, I think Trey Lance would be a nice pick at 19. At 20, the Chicago Bears. More than likely, we have to replace her production of Allen Robinson. So I've been going with wide receiver Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. 6'2", 2'10", guy with really good ball skills. Nice route runner for a size. Kind of reminds me of Allen Robinson. 21, you have the Indianapolis Colts. Have them getting tackle Christian Darisol from Virginia Tech. Anthony Casanzo retires. They need someone to step in that position. They already traded for Carson Wentz. So quarterback is taking care of for them for the foreseeable future. Darisol, I think, is a really nice pick at left tackle for the Colts. 22, you have Tennessee Titans. Have them going edge. They need some help on the edge. They might not resign to Davian Clowney. So I think Gregory Rousseau from Miami would be a really nice pick for them. He had a great 2019 with 15 and a half sacks. A lot of talent, a lot of potential. And I think it'd be really nice on the other side of Harold Landry for Tennessee. With the Jets' second pick at 23, I have them going wide receiver to help their new quarterback in Zach Wilson. I have them going after Ter- Terrace Marshall Jr. from LSU. He had a breakout senior year, excuse me, junior year before opting out the last couple games of the season. Terrace Marshall Jr., about 6'3", 200, good route runner, showed breakaway speed on short routes, taking it to the house. He'd be a good pick for New York. They need some weapons. At 24, the Pittsburgh Steelers taking linebacker Zayvon Collins from Tulsa. Really talented guy. Only player in the FBS last year to have four sacks, four interceptions. Um, as a combo, really good player. Someone that could help pair with Devin Bush for that defense for the foreseeable future. At 25, you the Jacksonville Jaguars. I have them go and tackle Tavon Jiggins from Oklahoma State. Obviously, they get Trevor Lawrence first overall. Could use someone on the blind side or protect Trevor for the foreseeable future. They have Cam Robinson, but he's a free agency. But free agent Tevin Jenkins would be a really nice left tackle for them. At 26, you have the Cleveland Browns. I have them taking linebacker Jeremiah Wosu-Koromoa from Notre Dame. Cleveland could use another stalwart linebacker in that front seven. And Wosu-Koromoa is a guy that is really versatile and could fit Cleveland's defense very well. At 27 of the Baltimore Ravens, taking tackle Jalen Mayfield from Michigan. The reports out of uh, Baltimore's Orlando Brown wants out. He wants to play left tackle, and that's not going to happen with Ronnie Stanley there, a guy that's a really talented left tackle who they just gave a big 
contract extension to during the season last year. So I had him going with Jalen Mayfield to take over and right the right side for them. Next, you have the twenty at twenty. You have the New Orleans Saints. I had him going corner here. They could use some more help opposite of Marshawn Lattimore. I had him going cornerback Tyson Campbell from Georgia. Solid guy. The SEC consistently performed well for them. He'd be a nice pick for New Orleans. At 29, I have the Green Bay Packers taking wide receiver Rondell Moore. The Packers have never taken a quarterback, excuse me, a wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers as during his time there. Rondell Moore is a guy that had an amazing freshman year uh, for, for the Purdue uh, Boilermakers. His sophomore year was a little down for due to injuries, and then his last year also had uh, with the corona and everything wasn't a full year. But Rondell Moore is a small receiver at 5'9", probably about 200 pounds, but a guy that is strong. He's going to be a playmaker, can return punts, guy you can get the ball to in a lot of different aspects, out of the backfield, in the slot, playing the outside as well. He'd be a nice pairing with Devontae Adams. At 30 of the Buffalo Bills, they need some edge help. they got some guys that are leaving free agency and getting up there in age. So I have them going with Carlos Boogie Basham from Wake Forest. He's had 16 sacks these last two years. Guy, I think it's only going to get better. He's going to grow, and he'd be a nice fit in their 4-3 system. At 31, you have the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going corner here. I think offensive line is definitely in play with the way they performed in the Super Bowl against Tampa Bay. But I think they'll go with Greg Newsom, the second from Northwestern. You know, Bashad Breland's a free agent again. Um, Legarius Sneed was a really nice find for them last in last year's draft in the fourth round. But I think Newsom will be another guy they can pair with Sneed going forward to uh, hopefully keep that defense stable for the years to come. And lastly, at 32, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think they can almost really play it pick the best player available the roster is very solid now a lot of that can change with free agency with guys like Shaq Barrett, Levante David, Dominican Sue, Chris Godwin, Gronkowski all those guys Antonio Brown ready for free agency so I think whatever position comes up that they can't re-sign is uh, definitely in play but I haven't gone best player available here and getting defense tackle Christian Barmore from Alabama really guy really solid guy in the 4-3 front a d-tackle had eight sacks last year plays his run consistently be another guy that could help them contribute and try to repeat for them next year so that would be all 32 picks now i'm going to talk a little bit on the washington football team with their options at pick 19 in this mock i had them going with trey lance the quarterback from north dakota state he had a really nice year in 2019 had over a thousand yards rushing threw the ball very well has a really strong arm makes the right reads played a pro style offense in the court excuse me at, at north dakota state He's a guy that has a lot of potential, but I just don't like that he hasn't started very much, especially being at the D2 level. But at 19, I think he's a talented guy that should probably go in the top 10, 15 base merit on talent base at least. So I think if he flies at 19 and the team isn't be able to find a long-term solution in free agency or through trade, I think he's definitely in play at 19. If he flies, again, this isn't for sure he's going to slide. Quarterbacks always get pushed up towards as the draft draws closer. But in this certain mock, I have him dropping this far. I just didn't see how Washington can let him drop, especially with the team getting close to releasing Alex Smith. Heineke's only, and Steven Montez are the only guys under contract right now. Kyle Allen's an exclusive rights free agent, so more than likely he will be back. But obviously in free agency, they can look at guys like Fitzpatrick, Tyrod Taylor, um, Cam Newton, and maybe Marcus Mariota in trade or the Vegas Raiders end up cutting him but obviously the dream is to get 
into the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. I don't know how feasible that is. It seems like Houston's saying it's wrong. So really, I don't see them getting a long-term answer in free agency or trade as it looks right now. So I think Lance would definitely be in play at 19 if he is there. You know, if quarterback's not an option, I think wide receiver, tackle, and linebacker are all in play. You know, wide receiver, you guys have guys like Rashad Babin that could be there. Terrace Marshall from LSU, Ronda Moore from Purdue, Kadarius Toney from Florida. I think they're going to go after a guy in free agency as well. They definitely want some veteran leadership in that room. You know, Terry McLaurin is an amazing leader, but he is also only going into his third year. So they do want to look at a veteran presence. They might double up. Maybe they get a guy in free agency and the draft. But if they go for a guy like Allen Robinson, I don't think a receiver is in play at 19. But, you know, who knows? A tackle, tackle situation is still unsolved. I guess they can run it back with Jerron Christian or hopes that Deke Charles takes a step and is healthy. Or Cornelius Lucas. But I think Christian Darisol from Tech could be, Virginia Tech could be a nice pick for them. At 19, if he's there, and linebacker, they could definitely use some help to uh, take some pressure off that front four. So Jeremiah Wosukormo, I think, would be a nice pick. Might be a little rich at 19, but maybe trade down and get some ammunition to get to him. Or Nick Bolton from Missouri, another guy, if they're looking for linebacker help. So a lot of positions are in play for Washington at 19. But like I said, in this current mock, the way it fell, I had uh, them going for quarterback Trey Lance North to go to state. I don't, I wouldn't want him to play in 20. 21, I think he could sit behind Heineke or Kyle Allen or whoever they bring in as competition. But maybe Lance could be their guy in 2022 or 2023, the latest, with more seasoning and more, you know, just quarterback coaching and stuff in the NFL level and, you know, just some, you know, more overall outlook of the game, more playing time. He didn't play at all in 2020. He played, excuse me, he played one game in that, like, showcase game or whatever. So he really hasn't played football in really in about a year or so. So, Really, if they pick him, they have to be patient with him and let him get some reps under him, preseason reps, practice reps, whatever it be, for him to be their quarterback in the future. But with that, this that will conclude this mock draft episode. We have free agency coming our way in two weeks. March 15th is a legal tampering period. 17th is the start of the league year. So really, that Monday, March 15th is when free agency gets started because that's when teams are able to talk to other players under that are unrestricted free agents so we'll really get a nice feel of what, what things are going to happen in uh, a little less than two weeks and the w- next week or so i will try to put out a washington football free agency episode kind of focus on the guys i think the team should look at uh, to help them get back to the playoffs in 2021 thanks for listening please rate and subscribe this is your host tyler roman signing off see you next time